What happened there? Fuck knows. What happened, boys? Uh, I just crashed. I thought the world ended. Adam, you've hit your mute switch. Hello and welcome back to the Long Snapper Podcast, the number one place to go for everything NFL fantasy with a heavy dose of British humour. I'm joined by Adam, Doug and Mark. Evening, boys. Evening. Hey, Craig. Evening. How are we doing? Better than last time. Yeah, that wasn't uh, Doug. You was uh, you was on your deathbed last week. Um, some sort of uh, neurological brought on fainting episode. How are we doing today? Um, yeah, better. About well, I feel better, but I'm considerably more work related stress today. Ah, well, you're yeah. chirpy as ever, mate. <laughs> <laughs> At least he's got that smile on his face, like boys, eh? <laughs> we should make some gags about that because it's not boring at all. Uh, well, <laughs> we found it funny. <laughs> all right. Um, uh, so, I think if we got it in us to cheer him up, this is uh, the next I, hour. I, I do, I'm plenty cheery. cheery. The thing that makes me less cheery is when people tell me I'm not cheery. Cheery or or, or wind them up. I'll take either. We'll see how it goes. <laughs> um, so let's talk a little bit about the NFL. Um, Draft on Thursday. People looking forward to that. Yeah, man, I am. I'm excited about it because I've been doing this. It's like I've, I think I've done more preparation in terms of like research and stuff for the draft this year than I've probably ever done before. So yeah, I'm excited for it. Yeah, definitely. Um, we talked about it last week, um, so we won't spend too much time on it. But have uh, have we all got consensus number one picks? Who, who, who's going? Who's going first? I think if the Browns stay in the slice, Miles Garrett. Um, it all yeah. depends on if someone goes up. If someone goes up because they they've fallen in love with someone desperately that they think they can only take him at number one. I think we were all in agreement on this. We we did our little top ten, didn't we, last week? Um, Garrett, it's it's, it's it's whether a trade happens, isn't it? That's the that's the hard one to predict. And I'd I'd be shocked if there wasn't a significant trade in the top five somewhere. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. for me, even if there is a trade, given that who might trade up, I still see a still see Garrett going first. To be honest, I just think he is one of the standout athletes who could be really good. The, the only um, thing I could possibly see is the fact that there, there's a lot of talk at the minute that the 49ers might be interested in Trubisky. So if there's someone else that wants him and thinks there's a chance the Niners might take him, then that's the only option that they've got to do it. So we'll see. I, th- I think it's doubtful that he goes number, because I don't think he's an, an He's never going number one. Yeah, he's not I, no, I don't one. think he's an overall number one, but if someone has fallen in love with him through a pro day or through a private workout they've done and they think the Niners are going to take him, they've got no other option. But we'll mm. see. I, I would doubt it, but you know, it's there, there's talk of it at the moment. Well, we didn't have a QB in our top ten, did we? No, no. and I think that I, I think that's think how it will go. Yeah, I think that's how it'll go. We will, of course, review it next week. Um, are we still going to do our um, our own personal top fifteens and then get them posted up before tomorrow? Top ten. I'm not going to do top fifteen. I'll do a top ten. We, top right. ten. Because you're a lazy bastard. But yeah, that's yeah, fine. something like just, that. Just go with the just go with the collective top ten. There you go. Sweet. Job done. Done. <laughs> um, I'm, I'm doing my own one. <laughs> we um we have had some NFL news. Something that I was actually really quite excited about. Uh, Adrian Peterson has found a team. He uh, signs with the New Orleans Saints, and uh, I'm fucking excited. I, I mean, I'm and actually, uh, you know, I won't, I won't, I won't give any spoilers away. But I think some of you boys have been fucking disrespectful. Um, I'm excited. <laughs> Uh, I'm, I think it's. I think it's a. I think it's a good move. Um, what is the impact going to be? Any challenges? What are people's projections? He's not even going to start there, is he? Well, not, there's, he, very, he, there's very few running backs in the league nowadays that there's a. You know, if you, even if you're the number two back, it's a complimentary role, isn't it? So, who do you think? Who do you think is getting more? Who's, who's getting more carries? Him or Ingram? Definitely not him. Definitely not him. Ingram will get the, the heavy workload. That's perfect for him. I would think so. I, I don't hate the situation for Peterson. Um, I don't think he was ever going to get picked up by a team that had a realistic chance of winning the Super Bowl. 
Um, and I don't think the Saints have got a realistic chance of winning the Super Bowl. I think it's a decent move for him personally, because if there's one thing that Sean Payton can do, it's he's a fucking good offensive play caller. No question. So he will put him in situations where he can, you know, score some touchdowns, run the ball well, and he will probably look pretty decent. And I love the fact that week one, they're at the Vikings as well. That's pretty awesome. Um, oh, I did. I didn't know that. Yeah. Oh, at the Vikings week one. Cool, Amazing. Um, so I think he might look all right in whatever limited role he ends up with and whether he becomes that, that role becomes more significant as the season progresses. If he does well, we'll wait and see. Um, but that team with that defense doesn't have a realistic shot at, at getting a ring. So this, this was my issue with it. I don't think if you've got to wonder what is in it for him, what he was looking for from this deal. If, if it was originally cash, well, he's, he's perhaps settled for what he can get. If it's chasing a ring, I don't see New Orleans as the right choice for him. I, you know, we, we've talked, we talked about New England previously. Um, Dougie talked about the Cleveland Browns, who in his eyes are chasing a ring. Um, huh. But um, <laughs> he's, uh, he's gone to the Saints, and I, I see the Saints as a team going the other way, unfortunately. Um, Drew Brees... Every season, I keep sort of expecting, expecting not too much from him as he's getting older and older and older. He, he he's proven me wrong, sure, but I, they're not a team that are getting better. I don't think. So here's my thing. Okay, there's a couple of challenges. He's had over three thousand carries, uh, three hundred carries. Sorry, that's not great. Only ten running backs over the um, age of thirty-two since the merger have rushed for a thousand yards or more. So that's a, that's a challenge. And we know that he went to the Hawks. We know that he went to the Pats. And the question is, did they kick the tires and decide, actually, you know, this ain't for me? Understood. There's the skepticism. However, he is only one year removed from leading the league in rushing. That year, he had 92.8 yards a game and 11 touchdowns. He was the undisputed number one running back in the league. He'll be, Mark, you talked about it. He'll be a complimentary back. He's not going to have to have 40 plays a game. He's going to, he's, it opens the door for all of his ability. Uh, He's not going to have to do the heavy lifting. He has proven that he can come back from a far more debilitating injury. Okay. Any knee surgery is not great, but it ain't reconstructive surgery, which he's had. Here's how I see it. Worst case scenario, he has fun. Uh, the Saints get better. You know, the Saints were a buzzing team. 2008, 2009, they were a buzzing team. Drew Brees, I've said on this show before, other than Aaron Rodgers, when he plays well, he makes that position look as good as any other player I've ever seen. Um, they're relevant. They're fun. People tune in with the emergence of red zone. You, how often do you actually watch a game? I guarantee you now you will watch a Saints game next year. You already talked about open day of the season. We will want to see the Saints Vikings. So that's worst case scenario. Worst case scenario. They're a little bit of a fun team. Best case scenario. He's still fucking good. He's still good. And he allows the Saints to get in front and control the clock, which they've never been able to do. The Saints if they win, it's a shootout and they score 45, 50 points and you score 42. This time, they might be able to get 35, 42 points and run the fucking ball and threaten to score, could bust the open 80 yards or control the clock. You mentioned Sean Payton who, you know, 2011, 2012 was considered the premier offensive mind in the league. I just don't know how anyone can't like this. I think it's really exciting. And, you know, I will definitely, definitely watch the New Orleans Saints next year. Some of you motherfuckers are being disrespectful. <laughs> I, when I when I say, let me let me be clear, when I say I don't think it's necessarily the best move for him, depending on what he's after, I think it's a, it's a pretty good move for the Saints. Agre- agreed. They need to do something. They're paying him less than the Jets are playing Bilal Powell. Yep. <laughs> okay, yep. Uh, seven mil over two years with a few bonuses less than Theo Riddick less than Frank Gore Um, my only issue with it is he's better out of the single back formation than out of a shotgun and the the Saints will be running a lot out of out of a shotgun formation so I'm not sure it's the right fit Um, he's not he's not a third down back 
because his hands aren't good enough and Ingram's better in that position and he's not a every down back in the Saints offense so I'm not sure how he fits well they they haven't picked him up as an every down back um, yeah, but he's not a third down back either is he so. no but you'll get yeah. Ingram will get two three uh, series Peterson will get one I think they'll be able to use him. I think Peyton's got a plan and he's, he's better receiving the ball out of the backfield than I think he gets credit for as well as running the ball. He's, if he's, if his, if his knee holds up, he's still got to turn a pace. Let, 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 let's not forget a year ago. He had two games last year, maybe three games, maybe three games. Adam, you might be able to correct me. Maybe three games last year, um, two before the injury and maybe one or two after that, you know, it wasn't, it was a bad year for him, granted, but the year before, the man was the number one back in the league. No question. If he's got anything left in the tank, he helps them out massively. They've still got a good offensive line. And Drew Brees is still one of the best passers of the ball in the football league. So, fuck. Let's go Saints, mate. I'm looking for. Are you looking? All right, round robin. Mark, will you watch the Saints next year? Uh, but Yeah, but I would have watched them anyway. Did you watch them last year? On occasion, yeah. They're offensively, you, they're, offensively, they're a really exciting team to watch. I, I think this watch does make them. I think this does make them more exciting. Um, I don't like. I said right at the beginning. I think from a play calling perspective and putting him in a good situation, he's probably landed with the best coach he could have hoped for in the league. Um, so I think he will. He will do all right. But it's. I don't think he's ended up with necessarily what he wanted when he started this process. Adam, more um, excited to see him next year. Uh, yeah, see the Saints and, next year. Lest, lest we forget they're coming over this way. Um, uh, also, also as, as Mark says, what, what a start if they're at the Vikings. How juicy is that going to be? Yeah, awesome. That's, yeah. that's, that's going to get attention for sure. Doug, more or less excited to see the Saints next year? Uh, neither, really. I think they'll be 7 and 9 again. I don't think he adds any wins. I don't think he takes away from the Saints game plan. So I don't think there'll be any different to watch this year than last year, to be honest. And what he can't do is stop the ball on D, exactly. which is where, where they're well, going to lose it anyway, isn't it? Yeah. That's the so that's, that's got, the they've got to address the defence, but if they can control the ball, I'm going to go with 11-5 Saints. They make the playoffs, have a run. That's what I think. 8-8, eight 9-7, eight, So they, they're going to they're gonna finish with a better record than the Falcons and the Panthers and oh, the Bucks. I, 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 potentially. I'm, I, like, I just like it. It's a bit fun. bit of fun. I'll, I'll tell you what, I'm going to take you on. Yeah, fun. You go 11-5, I'm saying 5-11. Yeah, I'll go with that, Adam. All right. All right. (laughs) Love it. Perfect. (laughs) Somebody remember this. Yeah, we'll forget. We'll forget it. I I like how we've all got this good consensus. We spread from 11 and 5, 8 and 8, (laughs) 5 and 11. What we're basically saying is they'll play 16 games and some they'll win and some they'll lose. (laughs) That's what we get, y'all. We give you that type of position over here. Hardcore analysis. (laughs) (laughs) Cover our bets. So, other news, NFL. Uh, Marshawn Lynch is back in the league. He's yeah. passed his physical, apparently. So yeah, they've the Hawks have traded him. They've that's been agreed, right? Yes. It's done. And, so, uh, yeah, if if, if um, the physical has been completed, which it's been um, rumored that has been done, then he is officially a Raider. Do we like that? I, I like that more than the Saints taking Peterson. Yeah, I I, I can understand. I yeah, I was a bit negative when we talked about this a couple of weeks ago, but I've I've warmed to it having mulled it over a bit. And weirdly, when I listened to the pod back and had some of some of the other arguments about it, I think he's he's thirty. I think I think he, I, I thought he was older than he was. Um, yeah, I, it's again, it's a, another good story. It's, it brings a bit of interest. We're going to see a lot of the Raiders this season, looking at their their schedule. Um, sorry, sorry, Adam. Sorry to st- cut you. Okay. I Adrian Peterson was a better back more recently than Marshawn Lynch was. Yet we're pretty happy with the. Is that the system? Is that the team they're going to? The position the team are in? Or are you saying that Marshawn Lynch is gonna likely have a higher ceiling than Adrian Peterson? I think he'll. I I don't know. It's honestly. There we go. I think he'll. There's no question that the Raiders are a better team than the Saints all around. I think they're a far better. Look at last year. 
um, they were a, a potential Super Bowl team if, if there's not the, the injury to Derek Carr. Um, you take out um, the running back whose name escapes me, who's left. Um, they're starting back at the minute. It's Taiwan Jones, I think. So you stick Marshawn Lynch in there. Um, he's I'm not coming... Marshall Lynch, just yeah. Yeah, I thought so. Um, I think that it's it's a good situation for him on a good team. Um, could potentially go all the way, and he's not coming off two massive injuries, um, which Peterson, it, which Peterson was even last year, is coming off an injury. So that's why I think this is a better fit. Okay, Oakland's uh, prediction then: uh, how are they going to? What did they finish last year? Eleven and five. Yeah, I think they're around there again, but they're. they're Deep, like into the playoffs and potentially deep into the playoffs. Adam? I'll say, I, I think they overachieved a little bit last year. Not massively. Um, I'll, I'll go something like 10 and 6, 9 and 7. They'll make the playoffs. Um, probably not a lot more than that. Doug? Yeah, I agree with Adam. 9 and 7 probably because they're not going to beat the Chiefs twice. Um, <laughs> and I think San Diego will do all right. Really? Let, let, let it not be forgetting, forgotten that uh, the Chiefs have won the most regular season games in the last two seasons. Yeah, Alex Smith balling out. Yeah, <laughs> got, the man. Um, yeah, I'm going to go with. I think it'll be similar. I think better than at nine and seven. I think you're looking at ten, six, eleven, and five. I like Derek Carr. I really do. And uh, if Cooper can continue to be, you know, or start consistently being an elite. Wide out and Marshawn is anything like he was before. Well, year before he left, then there it is a good situation for him. Good, good, good O line there as well, which helps that yeah. helps him massively. Again, back back to the the schedule. An interesting opener for the Raiders. Uh, they're at Tennessee in Week One. Uh, two two quarterbacks who thank you. Uh, two QBs who've who went down injured right at the end of the season um, mm. in a very similar spooky way. Um, a lot will, well, a lot for both teams will rest on how fit they, they both threw to be. Yeah. Yep. Uh, and another piece of interesting news. Uh, well, interesting. Um, Teddy Bridgewater uh, injured year before last. Um, Vikes picked up Sam Bradford last year, had a good year by all accounts. Um, would they start? They started like five and zero, didn't they? Yeah, five, about five or six and zero. Yeah. Um, you know, looked like looked like world beaters at one point. Uh, everyone was, you know, the second coming of Sam Bradford. Um, and they've they they won't pick up Teddy B's fifth year option. It's a harsh world out there. Kind of harsh, man. Yeah, this does harsh. not. This is not nice. I don't like this at all. I do not like. It. Would they take him first round? What was he? Uh, certainly early pick. It was very. It was was he not first pick of the or last pick, pick of the first pick. round or something like that or first yeah. round, first pick of the second round something like that. Was he the same year as Bortles? I think off the top of my head, yeah. and Bortles yeah. came out first. Four was it? Would have been three, four, so two thousand yeah. maybe thirteen, fourteen. Yeah, something but, like that. I mean, I don't like this, and this is. I mean, I suppose it, you know it's the harsh reality of football. But Teddy Bridgewater, uh, you know, that was the future of that franchise, and. A poor guy gets an injury; it keeps him out for a year. He's out and all that, this year as well, isn't he? Is that not the is that not the problem? That, that he's well, they pretty, think he's pretty he much ruled be, him out the entire season as they well. I think he may be out for the year. Um, it was only his skin keeping his upper leg attached to his lower leg, so it's not exactly surprising. No, yeah, it was they, as bad I, as injuries get like that. I think. Yeah, I think there's there's real concern there that he's probably never going to play a game, play American football again. So that's I, that's, I suspect that's thinking. It's it, you know you know it's got to be a bad injury when they've decided the more injury reliable player is Sam Bradford. <laughs> True that. Uh, I I just I mean, I like Teddy Bridgewater. Did people like Teddy B? Did people think he had uh, what it took to be one of the top QBs prior to the injury? Mm. Yeah, I liked Alex Zanardi as a Formula One driver, but you know what? When he had his legs amputated, he weren't as good. <laughs> <laughs> Just saying. Yeah. 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 Serious. Yeah, true that. True that. But fucking yeah. hell, it's just a harsh reality of the game, isn't it? I mean, this game. I suppose maybe we can you can desensitize yourself to the fact that they are throwing themselves literally 300 pounds worth 250 300 pounds worth of human being at each other's bodies as fast as humanly possible so you know these business decisions happen and 
what a shame a young guy like that might not get to ever meet his full potential and an NFL career over in three years. I just, fuck, seems crazy. Yeah, those, uh, the guy, but, you know. those NFL veterans have got a lot to answer for in terms of uh, what they've done to their pay structures because 10 years ago, mm. Teddy Bridgewater would have been a rich man, but he probably mm. um, made four or five million, I guess, in his time that as an NFL player, which is not an insignificant and, amount of money, but the rookie wage structure has stopped he's got these Matthew first Stafford round quarterbacks. Thanks for that, hasn't he? Well, the last quarterback to get the money is Sam Bradford, yeah. Sam Bradford, yeah, yeah. Exactly. exactly. He's now replaced him. Cheers, Sam. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. That is the type of story. Someone's got to be done about those five-year, four-year with a fifth-year yeah, option rookie year, contracts because 80% of the players never get out of that first contract. Yeah. Well, isn't the average average uh, career of an NFL player three years or so? I'm Pretty sure. Shit. I'm sure I saw somewhere that Bradford made in his first year more than um, <clears throat> fuck me the guy at Seattle um, Wilson Russell Wilson has made yet yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, unbelievable crazy Russell, Russell Wilson was a third round pick so he he didn't get the contract that even a first rounder would have got yeah um, I I so think that's that's a middle ground somewhere there I think that whole thing will come undone at the next uh, CBA anyway because what the players didn't realise was that it's stitching themselves up in the long term because it's cheaper to replace them than it is to keep them. Yeah. yeah. Cheap, cheap, cheaper to replace a middle linebacker for a rookie middle linebacker than give him a $15 million contract after four years. You know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. It's only the top, top, top guys getting the money and the rest yeah. are just getting binned off and ended up on the scrap heap somewhere. There's now a lot more value in those lower lower round draft picks um, yeah. be, because they're cheap. And the Browns are the first team to see it. Just saying. <laughs> <laughs> God bless Cleveland. Any uh, any other NFL news anyone wants to mention? Nope, that'll do no. us for this week then. Uh, we'll be back next week in terms of NFL updates uh, with a bit of an overview of draft. Um, I will take this opportunity to say you need to keep up with us and the best way to do that is Twitter uh, at Long Snap Pod. If you're not on Twitter, you can get us on Facebook. Uh, the Facebook page is Long Snap Podcast. But most importantly, you obviously want to hear this. And if you want to, check us out on SoundCloud. Sound, what, what, let's do that one again. Check us out on SoundCloud. <laughs> Easy for you to say, mate. Uh, cheers, pal. And uh, iTunes, uh, Long Snap Podcast. Adam, we've got some sort of quiz. Yeah, we do. I've I've done a little bit of a, a draft-themed quiz. I did notice, or it did occur to me while thinking about this, that we've had a few quizzes based around the draft, but um, this is uh, slightly different. Uh, we're going to do a couple of couple of rounds of this. Um, think Countdown, as if we haven't ripped off every other quiz show that's, <laughs> that's out there. Let's, uh, nice. let's go for Countdown. Um <laughs> The first first round, you're each going to have a go at naming some things that connect to your own teams. Um, and there's there's probably a bit of a disadvantage in going first, which which will become clear in a minute. Um, okay. Just just for a bit of fun, can anybody tell me what happens in the draft if a team doesn't submit their pick in time? What the rule state happens in that scenario? And the oh. other team is on the clock. Yeah, it just and, goes to the next team on the clock, doesn't it? Yeah, and that, that team can put his pick in, but the other team can take that player's pick, their preference uh, over that player. You're spot on, Dougie. Um, as happened with Byron Leftwich in 2003, the, the Jags nabbed him ahead of the Vikings when that happened. Um, for that, for your reward, Doug, is to nominate who's going to go first. I'll go first. That's, wow. That's, cool. that's noble. Noble. That is incredible. I like it. Okay. Um, what you what you have to do? You're going to get 30 seconds, and your challenge is to name as many of the last nine first round picks that the Kansas City Chiefs have taken. Um, that would be wow. from 2008 to the present day, which may or may not help you. Um, wow. So nine first round picks, and you have 30 seconds, which starts now. I need a pen and paper here, really. <laughs> Eric Fisher, Eric Berry. 
Um, Derek Johnson. Um, it's a lot of defense. Dontari Poe. Receiver. You've named three. Good. Um, Dontari Poe, Fisher, and uh, Eric Berry. You could have had Glenn Dorsey, Brandon Albert, Tyson Jackson, Jonathan Baldwin. I said Baldwin. And... Oh, apologies. That's four. You did. That's a good start, isn't it? Uh, <laughs> D Ford and Marcus Peters. You could have also had. Yeah. Um, I know it's basically all defensive players except Baldwin. Get off! Uh, get off Google, Craig. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm sorting out the running order. Thanks, mate. You can fuck off. You had a phone in your hand. I've just my lap, my uh, thingy's not working. Phone and a beer in my hand. How many hands do I have? My uh, yeah, the phone. In, I'm not I'm doing. Just, control not it with this. Shit. All right, all right, all right. Look at Settle this. down. Um, yeah, you can guess. You can guess what's coming, um, and you can guess also why it's uh, probably a. A disadvantage to go first, but I think uh, four's not a bad start. Uh, Craig, same question, and your nine guys are from 2009 onwards for the New York Jets, and your time starts now. 2009. Um, was Wilson a first round pick? Uh, Sanchez, was he first round? Uh, Gino was second round. When did we when did we bring in Mangold? He might have been first. Uh, um, oh, what's the share share? Oh, fucking what's his name? Wilkinson. Wilkinson. Uh, you just uh, you can just about have that on the buzzer. Yeah, you've got three there, which were uh, Sanchez, Kyle Wilson, and Wilkerson. You could have also had Quinton Cobles. D. Yeah. Milliner, Sheldon Richardson, Calvin Pryor, Leonard Richardson, Williams. That's who I was looking for. The two. And uh, Darren Lee. Um, oh, I wouldn't have got that. That's hard. So, uh, three points. When did we take um, the tight end, Win- Winslow? Was he not first round? Or uh, he, I, I don't know. He's either, well, he's either longer ago or, yeah. uh, or he's not. Um, All right, I'll take that. Not bad. Pretty good, Mark. Uh, your turn. And for the Bills, you're looking at picks from 2008 onwards and your time starts now i'm gonna go with the five i've written down already <laughs> oh, <what? laughs> which helps me out a lot <laughs> that is i don't crazy. like oh i'm it's my thinking time adam adam mate um so um, the ones that i've already thought of shaq lawson sammy watkins ej manuel i think was a first round um, Marcel Darius and I, I, I don't know whether he was first or second but I think CJ Spiller was a, was a first round pick um, fairly recently um, alright because you're bragging about writing stuff down uh, you didn't have any more time to think of anybody else so you've got you've got you've got your five um, you could have McKelvin Mabin Eric Wood um, you said Darius didn't you and Stefan Gilmore Gilmore um, shit yes he was recently so, uh, after first first round, uh, Craig, you had your trailing with three, Dougie on four, Mark on a very controversial five. Um, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm assuming that that was the advantage, the, the disadvantage of going first. Yeah, I don't. I, know, I, I, don't I mean, I've well, heard that ITN are leading with this tonight. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they are. They are. Right. Second round, and Mark, you're going to go last here in the lead, um, which is won't help you this time. All right. Um, well, and maybe it will. I don't know. It depends how much you cheat. Uh, Craig, you're going to go first, <laughs> but you have, a, you have a bigger choice. You can pick from any of the following teams. You could have the Dallas Cowboys, the Cleveland Browns, the New England Patriots, Pittsburgh Steelers, Jacksonville Jaguars, Arizona Cardinals, or the Philadelphia Eagles. <sighs> I don't like any of those. I'm going to go with the Browns. Okay, um, and you're because of the, the way the Browns have stockpiled picks. The, yeah, you've the got last, millions on. <laughs> the last nine guys are all from 2011 onwards, and your time starts now. Oh, am I? Um, I'm so I've got to pick them again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> should have got that. Always <laughs> Probably should have got that. <laughs> um, right, Manzel. Uh, 
Gordon. Um, what's the safety's fucking name? It's gonna don't get stuck on that. It's gonna annoy me. What's the safety's name? I don't know, Craig. It's going well for you. <laughs> Watch him struggles nicely. Got Johnny Manziel, uh, Taylor, Trent Richardson, Brandon Whedon, Trent Richardson, Octavius uh, Mingo, Justin Gilbert, Danny Shelton, Cameron Irving, and Corey Coleman. Coleman, uh, the How many of those are still on the roster? Uh, not, not yeah. too many. Um, Doug, you're next up. If you can remember the the rest of those teams, just, just uh, go through them again, choice. mate, please. Uh, you've got the Cowboys, the Patriots, Steelers, the Jags, the Cardinals, and the Eagles. Jags would have been a good one as well. Fuck. The Patriots' last nine draft picks probably go back to, what, 1974? <laughs> 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 first time they had a first-round pick. Yeah, bloody hell. Uh, 2006, actually. Um, we'll go with the Jags. Bollocks! Be a good uh, one. <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, Jags go back to 2008, and your time starts now. Okay, so Blake Bortles, Tyson Jackson, um, uh, t- uh, the defensive end with the Southern South Sea Islander's name, Tyson. Hello, 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 something like that. Hello, hello. Uh, yeah. Um, uh, the tackle, what's the tackle's name? He's just been traded. Ah. Uh, ah. Uh, I remember his name. Uh, yeah, the other one's Derek Harvey, usually Monroe, I think you were thinking of. Yeah. What about uh, the wide Blaine, Blaine Gabbert, Justin Blackman, Luke Jokel. Luke Jokel is um, the other one. Dante Fowler Jr. and Jalen Ramsey. So um, I get one. Uh, you got two. Yeah. Um, Alu Alu and uh, Bortles you got uh, Mark can you remember the, the I, knew, I knew six got two <laughs> <laughs> there you go tip of the tongue um, I'll go with the Cowboys I think I can name two but that's going to be pretty much me out I think okay two th- 2008 onwards the Cowboys last nine first right. round picks uh, your time starts now um, so uh, Zeke I think the other one that I can think of off the top of my head is Zach Martin um, um, Des Bryant I assume um, was probably a first rounder but I don't know whether it was in the right time scale um, they've had tackles and centres who was that really thick um, corner Claiborne I think is his name but again I, I, I don't know if yeah you were it was corner. that was correct but you're too late uh, it's not going to matter though you've uh, you've won the quiz with uh, three points well done Mark Give, good job me, Mark play me my music <laughs> while that music's playing Felix Jones Mike Jenkins yeah you said Des Bryant Tyron Smith uh, Travis Frederick was the glamorous centre and uh, Byron Jones the cornerback yeah what, um, what year did Des Bryant get picked 2010. Yeah. Okay. I thought he was a lot earlier than that. Yeah. I, well. yeah, I, did, I did too, actually. That's, that one surprised me. He seems he's, he's done all right, really. Uh, at times. Ah, <laughs> uh, right. Good work. Cheers, Adam. Um, so, this week we've been teasing it for must be about six months now. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> so, <laughs> so we uh, we started talking about Ultimate Team, and the base of this was we all would go through positionally. Um, and identify players we would pick in an era that we've watched football. So we won't be talking about, you know, the Lombardi Green Bay Packers because I'm pretty sure not even these bastards were old enough to watch that stuff. So it is literally going to be when we've been able to watch a bit of football. Um, we're going to link up the previous pod. So here I think we got we got QBs done, we got running backs done, we got Titans done. Is that right, gents? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and can anyone remember who we picked? It's Brady. Uh, um, yeah, everyone's favourite. 
didn't Barry was it Barry and yeah, Barry Peterson? Sanders Barry Sanders Barry and yeah. I think Peterson uh, sure. TD we had I had I think we Terrell before. Davis I think was oh uh, yeah there. yeah we might have yeah yeah and tight end was Tony Gonzalez Tony Gonzalez yeah, yeah. so today we're going to talk wide outs we've got two wide receiver spots and one slot receiver spot uh, so I'll chuck it open who wants to make their first argument for their first player All right, I'll I'll, uh, I'll I'll kick off, but I don't. The two guys I want to talk about, I, I'm not entirely sure either of them warrant a place in our ultimate team, but I I think they're both worthy of discussion for very very different reasons. Um, one unproven, still relatively young player, and and also a, a just retired veteran. Um, I'll kick us off with that with uh, Steve Smith. Um, which is an odd place to start in this, which is why I was hoping someone else might go first. Um, Steve you, Smith. This is the uh, so you you playing Steve in the slot. I'll play. I, I'm not. I don't want to really get bogged down with this whole slot thing. I think we. To me, this is just we're picking. We're picking the best guys. Um, okay. I'm not too worried so, so whether we're not, we're we're not talking, talking about roles. Okay. Well. I, I guess we could. It gets. How long have we got? Um, yeah, not very. So carry yeah, on. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, to me, I like. I likes. I've always liked Steve Smith. Um, he's a Larry Gobby little man, uh, but he's made big time. He's made the most of his talent. What talent he has, and I, I like people like that in sport. I approve of of people who get there with sheer guts and sheer effort and passion, which is exactly what he's done. He he's not going to top any of the stats. He's, he does pretty well in the stats. He's had a 16-year career, which in itself is quite incredible in the NFL. Uh, he only missed any significant time in 2004 and 2015. So 2001, he started for the Panthers, and obviously he's only he's only just retired, um, which in itself saddens me because. I've discovered that he's four days older than me and anyone in sport who's retired <laughs> older than me, um, it's, there aren't many left. Let's, let's face it. Uh, he, I mean, he's, he's all time receiving yards. He comes in seventh on, on the all time list. Um, yeah, he's had 16 years to get there. Um, but you know, that's not too, not too not shabby. shabby, not shabby, not shabby at all. And the other thing about Steve Smith is a lot of his career He's played for, I mean, mostly the Panthers, who have often been a run-first team um, for a lot of that time, and or more recently the Ravens um, to a certain extent. Um, so I think that adds to his achievements. Mm. Um, the fact that you know they're they're not haven't been a pass-heavy team um, for a lot of his career. Uh, he's yeah, he's obviously uh, made the Super Bowl, but um, sad, sadly for him, not didn't go one well more than that. I mean, tough as shit. Don't get me wrong. Love that. But he's, he, that's a notable mention. Absolutely. But I can't see him making our final roster. Um, yeah, I'll, I'll to disagree. Um, but <laughs> I, it, it's, it's somebody that warrants recognition for sure. Shout out Steve Smith. Yeah. Um, um, I, I, think, I think we're all pretty much, it's difficult once uh, I'd seen who'd chosen who as to, picking other receivers from our generation that maybe warranted inclusion in this because there's clearly two standout or three standouts and then the rest. Yeah. So if you're looking at the rest, going from when I first started watching football, there were three receivers outside of the you sort of Irvins and uh, the Carters and those guys. And that was Don Beebe and Andre Reid for the Bills. Who, yeah, great show. As, as a partnership, had they have won two of those four Super Bowls, maybe they'd be spoken about in more sort of glowing terms than they are at the moment. Because and, yeah. and, Don, and Don Bebby did get a ring, didn't he? But with the Packers, eventually, yeah. yeah um, but a phenomenal player. But um, yeah, if they'd have won four rings, then you could make an argument that they were maybe one of the best one-two punches at wide out um, in the NFL's history. Um, an art monk for the Redskins was another one of those guys that sort of has slipped by because his numbers aren't as exceptional purely based on the fact of the era that he played in. 
there weren't many 4,000-yard quarterbacks. But believe me, if that guy had been playing now, he would have he would have torn torn records to bits. Yeah, he he also had people like Mark Rippon throwing to him. Yeah. Um, so somebody who did tear records to bits and is probably I will go out on a limb and say this is will be one of our unanimous picks um, came into the league in 98 uh, this will be before I was actively watching uh, American football uh, during the Vikings uh, uh, in a record setting season uh, they scored that office scores more points that year than any other offense had up until the point. Um, but his real breakout year came around the time that I did start watching football, probably a couple of years after uh, the 2007 Randy Moss and new England Patriots, the probably the best, well, not probably I'd say categorically the greatest team to ever win a Super Bowl. that 2017 undefeated Randy Moss just run, used to run past people. I mean, the stats speak for themselves. Um, he scored that 2007 season. He scored in 13 of 16 games. Eight of those games, he had more than one touchdown. I mean, that's just fucking mental. Nine hundred yard games and six touchdown receptions of 40 yards or more. I mean, the guy just was a simply impossible to cover. Between 98 and 2009, he missed six games, which is incredible. Every year he played 16 games, he had over a thousand yards. Um, 15,000 yards when he hung it up. For my money, um, you know, uh, possibly the greatest pure wide receiver in football history. Now, some might make a case, and I'm sure we'll talk about the other guy who's usually in that conversation. But for me, from what the time I've watched football, Randy Moss at his peak is the best wide receiver football has seen. That's that's interesting, Craig. You're wrong, obviously, but you're, <laughs> <laughs> you're interesting. Um, I, I don't think there can be, other than from you, obviously, um, I think the guy that we haven't mentioned yet, but everyone knows who it is, it's, it's the type of person that even people who aren't interested in American football know who it is. Um, I think there's an argument to say that not only is he the best wide receiver that's ever played the game, he's potentially the best player that the NFL has ever seen. Um, obviously we're talking about Jerry Rice. He's a guy who is just an absolutely phenomenal player. And it's the story that goes behind him as well as the fact that he, you know, coming out of high school, um, he, he was never offered a scholarship coming out. He went to a fairly small college. Most NFL scouts thought that he was too small and too slow. Um, it was only Bill Walsh that thought he was ever really going to make the impact, um, got picked up and then became the phenomenon that he is. He's, you know, I think that anytime you're talking about the best and the best wide receiver you've ever seen, he's, he's number one without any question whatsoever. Um, he's got over a hundred, um, well over a hundred NFL records. And you look at some of them, you know, most, most career games played by the position in the single, in the single position, most career receiving yards, most career receptions, most career touchdown receptions and 197, um, most career yards from scrimmage. And you, you could go on. There's, there's thousands of them. The guy was incredible and played in a position during a time when, defensive backs could smash wide receivers. He, the the fact that he managed to do as well as he did playing when he entered the league in 85, and obviously I was four then, I didn't know much about him, but still playing to the level he was playing in the early nineties, right through to, um, you know, he in with Oakland from 2001 onwards, he still won an an AFC championship game. Um, The guy was incredible. Once scored 22 touchdowns in a 12 game season in the late 80s do you know who broke the record uh, who not, broke that record not Rand, well, yeah. Rand, Rand, randy moss but that was in a 12 game season craig 12 games not 16 that was right. a strike shortened season so who gives a fuck don't don't let the facts get in the way of craig's opinion yeah uh, <laughs> um that, you, you that touched... year, he was the he was the nfl mvp um he won three rings he's got more records than you know he knows what to do with Without a shadow of a doubt, for me, the best wide receiver slash player the game has ever seen. You touched on it, Mark. He he did have Steve Young and uh, 
and uh, Joe Montana throwing him the ball, but he also did it until he retired uh, in his last season when he was at the Seattle Seahawks. So, yes, you know, he was doing it. With, and so with many of those yards, well. because from you know, because I didn't watch a lot of a lot of football, obviously, when I was four and five. But from my understanding of the the West Coast offense, a lot of it is designed to be short passes and yards after the catch, and that's yeah. what he was amazing at. So he's yeah, he might have a quarterback of that ilk thrown in the ball, but he did a shitload of that himself. Mm. Look, I'm not arguing. I love Jerry Rice, but he did, I didn't watch football um, like that when he was in his pomp and see the journey, what Randy Moss did, we had never seen before. I'm going to say this. We had so, it. <laughs> if, uh, if we, if Jerry Rice isn't in our ultimate team, I resign from the podcast. <laughs> yeah. Seriously. Well, that, that's going to, that's going to that, make it Adam. Hold on, let's think about this now. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You made that much more difficult than it would have been, mate. <laughs> <laughs> I think, you know, in every position, he has to be, he's the easy lock. Of, of, in any position we're doing in this in this ultimate team thing, Agreed. no question. Okay, so Jerry Rice, wide receiver one. Uh, who else we got to talk about? A couple of others. Uh, oh, go on, yeah. Adam. Uh, very, very quickly, um, just from names we were throw, throwing out before that before we before we start recording, Odell Beckham Jr. If this, if we were talking about this in five, ten years' time, he may well be. In the, in the ultimate team. And he, he ought to be at the start of a career. He's had his ceiling is probably higher than any other player we could potentially talk about in this conversation. I think um, some of the just natural ability yards after the catch for sure, but some of that's just catching those hands are um, unbelievable. Obviously what concerns me and anybody else about Odell Beckham is he's mental. Uh, yeah, he's not all there, is he? Uh, but nor is nor was Steve Smith for all sorts of uh, different Trust. reasons. Um, but yeah, is he consistent enough? I don't know. Time will tell. Um, he set all sorts of records in his rookie season. Um, first player ever to get seventy-five receptions, uh, eleven hundred yards, and ten touchdowns in his in his first season. Uh, he's got fourteen point three yards per reception, which is up there with the best of them. Um, Thirty-five touchdowns in his three seasons so far. If that continues he is going to be breaking all sorts of records uh but too early to too early to say i would i would yeah point. love a bit of obj but way too early um i'll tell you who had a better uh yards um per catch ratio than obj uh, over a career uh, and another for me this is a lock for our ultimate team, and that that is Calvin Johnson. I'm, a, I mean, uh, I'm a big, big fan of Calvin Johnson. Even though he lost me um, our fantasy championship a few years ago, which, <laughs> which which did break my heart. The guy was scoring 20 points a game, and then on on on, on crunch time, he got me four points. But that aside, Calvin, uh, if I'm going to forgive you for that, um, <laughs> well, do, first, would that stop him getting in? Well, it, very, very possibly. Um, we just, which, I mean, very briefly in terms of his numbers between 2007 and 2015, uh, he only had two seasons in which he didn't record a thousand yards. Um, one of which he only played 14 games and had 984 yards, 11,000 yards in nine years. Only Tory Holt and Jerry Rice had more in their first nine years. Uh, only player ever to average 120 yards a game in a single season, which is just mind boggling. Um, and 1,200 yards in his first, in his final year, which is the most ever for a retiring player. But you've put, put the numbers aside, put the records aside. And that's, you know, I, I, I think I've pre- preached this before. You did the eye test. Now, you watched, while Randy Moss was almost elusive and very, like, almost surprisingly quick, he'd run past people, you yet yeah, he didn't look like he was breaking a sweat. Uh, and obviously had this, you know, he was he had very good hands. Calvin Johnson just looked like the big boy in the park every single week, like three people hanging off him. He could catch it. He had OBJ's catch radius, yet he was much bigger, much stronger, much faster. You know, the imagine Calvin Johnson on, on any team where, you know, it was a good side. I mean, I, I, I love Calvin Johnson. One of my favorite NFL players um, I've ever watched and I would be I think it's mental if he doesn't make our ultimate team 
I, something about Calvin Johnson that, for me, uh, uh, makes me want to agree with you is the fact that teams double covered him, triple covered triple him, covered. and he still hit the yeah. numbers he did. I mean, you see, you're seeing a bit of that with Odell Beckham um, in his uh, his early career, but that just that just shows how how good a player. I, I don't know what he's doing retired Calvin Johnson even now, but um, yeah, enjoying the, his money, not getting team, concussions. Just could not. <laughs> yeah. Well, no, you, uh, no, I'm not arguing with that, uh, but he, uh, he could not be stopped no matter what teams tried. So, um, who are we going with then? Gentlemen? Quick, quick honorable mention, Craig. I think we, we'd be remiss if we're talking about wide receivers that's best in our lifetime and we don't mention the guy who's um, currently the second top per, um, in terms of yards, total career yards. Um, I think somebody gets ignored an awful lot because he's become a bit of a caricature of his own self and his career ended um, under a lot of a, a bit of a cloud. But Terrell Owens was an unbelievable Deal. wide receiver. Yeah. Um, amazing guy. Um, 15,934 yards in a career. Like I said, second all time. Isn't he second in pretty much every category behind Jerry Rice? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, and that's why, but you, when you talk about wide receivers, people tend to yes, discuss Jerry Rice, um, Randy Moss, Calvin Johnson, and yet Tio never gets a mention, but three years, three years, he led the league with, with most touchdowns. Um, he's, and he's still the only player to have scored a touchdown against every single other, um, team in the league. Um, phenomenal player. And I think worth it. That's because he played in nearly every division. Well, <laughs> that, he did move that's about. That's certainly that says that, and that hurts him. That is what does, does hurt him. Yeah, yeah, it does. But you know, he still only played for what? Four teams. I think. Yeah. Yeah, it just seems like a lot. Um, but yeah, on, on his day and, and when he was when he had his mind switched on, what a phenomenal play. So let's put it to the vote. So everybody's putting in Jerry Rice, I'm taking it. Yep. Without a doubt. Yeah. It's simple. For me. Simple. It's Jerry oh, Rice, right. Rand, Jerry Rice, Randy Moss as your two for starting. Jerry Rice Randy Moss. I'd, I'd actually play Jerry Rice as my slot receiver and have Moss and um, Moss and uh, Calvin Johnson as the wideouts. Yep. Fuck me, you'd take that as a lineup, wouldn't you? you know, I, I, wow. I can't argue with any of that. No. Hey, that is a that is a receiving call. <laughs> what do you do? We what we do you... hang on, hang on. Whoa, whoa, whoa. We need to argue about this for at least ten minutes, don't we? Isn't that how this goes? <laughs> no, it's Craig's no. bedtime. I can agree with that. I mean, Calvin Johnson, Jerry Rice, um, Randy Moss, you wouldn't, you just can't cover it. You'd never lose a game. Never lose a game. You would never lose a game, ever. Well, and, especially and, when you've got, to, well, unless you had you got kickers on the O line, because yeah, that, <laughs> they're the only players you can afford to pay after our <laughs> quarterback, running back, and wide receivers. Yeah. <laughs> this this team does not comply with any salary cap. Let's just say that. <laughs> no, so, so that would have Tom Brady at the QB position, uh, Barry Sanders and Terrell Davis running backs, Tony Tony Gonzalez as your tight end, uh, Jerry Rice, Randy Moss, and Calvin Johnson as your wideouts. Fuck and me. four offensive linemen. I mean, right. <laughs> you wouldn't you wouldn't need him fuck it yeah. <laughs> just have you're the not allowed to do that just have the centre snap the ball back to Brady and the shotgun <laughs> yeah. and chuck it to one of them and they'll do enough flag for illegal formation on every play <laughs> it's not an illegal formation as long as one of your tight ends is, or, or one of your receivers is a tackle you just have to have one of them ineligible or you have a running back can we, play. Can we make Tom Brady a tackle and just see how he gets on just for my yes. own amusement <laughs> let's um, let's do something about defense. I don't know how. We won't go through all the positions, but maybe at the end, a linebacker and a secondary. I think, um, I think you could do like defensive back, can't you? Yeah, yeah. We'll have a. We'll add. We'll, we'll do it's it. Best linebacker, <laughs> best O line, best D line ever, or something like that. And a long snapper. The offensive and positions will all be edited together, and when we can't be bothered to do a pod, I'll release that. Boom. <laughs> next, they're coming to you Wait, next week. That's the fourth wall, man. The fourth wall. <laughs> all right. Brilliant. Um, right. Shall we take a stroll down AOB? I went through mine quickly. Yes. I don't have much to say other than I've just finished the second series of Billions. Don't know if any of you boys have watched it. Awesome oh. show. 
No spoilers here. It is phenomenal. Um, it's really slick. It's really clever. It's brilliantly well acted. Um, if you've not watched it, go and watch it. Both seasons, incredible TV. Love it. 100%. What's the ginger dude's name? Damien Lewis. Damien Lewis. He it. is unreal. I love him. Yeah, it's, just, it's, it's a phenomenal program. Go and watch Still it if winners. you haven't. Still winners. Definitely. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That's on. me. Done. I, 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 brilliant. Cheers for that. I'll, I'll crack on then. I'll get mine out of the way nice and quick as well. Very quickly, just a shout out. Um, I said last week, uh, I was fighting on Saturday. It went all right. Uh, <laughs> um, what happened, Craig? Tell us. <laughs> well, since you are smart, no, <laughs> nah, it's good. Um, yeah, I got the win, which is always really important. Uh, and I was really happy with the performance. But the main thing I wanted to say was just big shout out. I had a lot of friends and family uh, come along and support. Um, and if people couldn't be there, support was popping um, messages, online shit. Um, so yeah, makes a big difference when that's happening and you're about to go get punched in the face, which I didn't really do, which is, that's, that's always a win. Um, so yeah, shouts to my peoples. Thank you. Uh, yeah, it's me. Um, I'll, I'll go, I'll go. It's a little bit topical, a little bit topical for a few hours ago. Ronnie O'Sullivan. I want to talk about snooker player. Just been knocked out of this year's world championship by Ding Jumwi. Um, I have issues with Ronnie. I have my first, I think my first ever appearance on this podcast, I talked about Tiger Woods. Um, my main rant was at the time about how, um, the press won't stop talking about the num- world number 782 golfer or whatever. But what Tiger Woods and Ronnie O'Sullivan have in common is the fact that they show no respect to the people that line their pockets, i.e. the supporters of the sports they compete in. And I do not like that. Let me say that for you know O'Sullivan's case, the talent is incredible. He's brilliant to watch. I have sat in the crucible on the third row in 2003 while he made a 147 break. And it's probably the best furiously live, masturbating, best live sports experience of my entire life. Why does he have to behave constantly like an absolute prick? It's not very clever, mate. He's <laughs> he's I, I have you hear him describe uh, described as complicated, a complicated individual, uh, the most talented player to ever play the game. If only he'd had an attitude to even come close to matching that, he would be. He, he would have won 10 world championships rather than the, the five. I think he's won. Um, it just, just annoys me. Um, I almost get to the point where the tournament's better off without him. Um, so good luck to Ding. Good luck to everybody else who are still in the, still in the thing, which finishes Monday. And it's, yeah, it's one of my little, uh, other, other sports that I quite like watching. So, uh, I'll be watching that on the, the May day bank holiday weekend. You know, I live Adam. I do. Trust just, me. just two things I want to mention about that is one, we've got to get past this con- preconception that supporters line people's wages in sport. They don't anymore. They just don't. No amount of people through the doors of the crucible is going to pay for that check at the end of it. So no, but I think it wouldn't happen if the fans weren't weren't going, would it? it of course not, it would, not, because not just the paying of course, of spectators, but anyone who watches on TV. I'm including in that, well, and that, that's ultimately what drives but, but, it. But would would sport exist if nobody watched it? And I, I agree with you. I, I agree with you, Doug. That you're right. It's the sport. It's the the TV companies that line their wages now. Clearly, but would sport exist if no one watched it? I don't think so. No, of course not. It wouldn't exist in the same guys, but in the guys that it's in now, it doesn't need people to go and watch it. Not in maybe attending attending the venues, but somebody's got to watch it somewhere, or there'll be there'll be no money. Yeah. But anyway, and the other thing is, um, when you're that talented, it really five, ten world championships. What does it matter? Everyone, know, everyone, cares. everyone knows he's the best. He knows he's the best. So what does it matter? Well, uh, to me, Stephen Hendry's won seven, and I don't think Ronnie will overtake him. And it's not for talent reasons. I just don't think he has. He doesn't have the desire to. I don't think he cares. Um. He, maybe he, do, he maybe every other day he cares, but it's just he'll randomly have these mood swings and 
I think the things that piss me off more than anything else about O'Sullivan, he clearly he's amazing, but the, the few tournaments where he's been on a massive break and then deliberately missed the final black to not get a one four seven because the check to win it wasn't big enough. Um, and the thing that that yeah. pisses me off about is the fact that there's a crowd there that have paid to go and watch, to be entertained, to watch snooker and enjoy seeing that type of thing. And for him to decide that he's going to deny them seeing that because he doesn't think the check is substantial enough to win it, that, that does fuck me off a little bit. Quite. Doug, bring us home then. Um, I did have something and I forgot what it was. But so what I'll do is I'll, I'll mention that there's a a new Call of Duty game being revealed tomorrow. Yeah. Um, in true geek foo fashion. Yeah. Nice, Doug. Yeah. That's that's, that's cool. We've had one bloke talking about snooker. <laughs> so, <laughs> I, don't, I don't think. I mean, I we we can't all be cool and go to training conventions, can we? <laughs> you know, so you know, when, when, when more people buy a Call of Duty game than go to films, I think you don't even call them geeks anymore. Yeah. This is just normal behaviour now. Literally, <laughs> literally <laughs> calling me a geek. You own a onesie and you go to training conventions. Trainer. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, and we call them kicks. Though. <laughs> yeah, because you're cool. Um, I know. Uh, Craig would look good in anything. Don't give me that. Thank, thank you, Adam. Get a room or what? Um, man crush there. Yeah, you're right, Adam. Yeah, so there's a, there's a new there's a new Call of Duty game out. If it's shit, that's it. I'm done with you, Activision. I'm done with you. What's it based on this time? World War Two. So there'll so be probably be flying wingsuits and. God knows what else, but that's do you know thing, what? That's what fucked up the last one is the fact that they were in space. Yeah. Don't do a Call of Duty game in space. No. Just I want I want to be able to like hide in a trench with bullets whistling past me, and then stick on a ghillie suit and have to like exactly. hide through something. And do you know what else I don't want? <laughs> Kill streaks that are so hard to work out you can't be bothered to get them. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Back to basics, please. Activision. Otherwise, it's over for you and me. Quite right. Totally agree. <laughs> hey, there you go. Uh, long snap pod. Uh, putting the world to rights, telling you everything you need to know, literally about everything. That was <laughs> snooker, Call of Duty, uh, fighting. Um, what was your one, Mark? Billions, the TV. Telly. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. That, that, is, that, is, that is an eclectic mix. Covered. You're welcome. Uh, <laughs> catch us again next week. Uh, we'll be uh, giving an overview of the draft uh, and having fun. Nice, nice one. one, boys. Look forward to Cheers. It. Cheers. Bye. Bye.